0: Hello, creators! Welcome back to Conscious Creation. I really want to have like a button that I can press that as soon as I say that there's just like, yay! <laughs> That's what goes on in my head every single time that that pops up. Uh, but anyways, before getting into this episode, I wanted to say thank you guys so much for being a part of this, C- clicking on this episode, having interest. Today's going to be a great one. This is all about you guys and your guys' questions um, that I'm so excited to answer. And so if you weren't able to see, if you want to go add me on Instagram, I did a poll on my story um, asking everyone if there's any questions that you guys had. And so I definitely am wanting to do another Q&A podcast at some point. So you should go follow me on there. It's conscious underscore creation 38 so that you won't miss out on being able to ask your questions too, because I would hate to miss them. And if you are new here, welcome. This is a space for everyone. And I'm so glad that you decided to take the time out of your day to become more of a conscious creator of your reality. And that is exactly what we're all here to do. And that's what I'm here is to help you awaken to the creator that is within you. So starting off today, I let me pull up the questions real quick because there's a couple that I had pretty quick responses to because they're more about me and um, kind of my spiritual journey. So give me two seconds. Alright, so, um, one of them is how did you discover spirituality, and so before getting into the questions, I, I'm not gonna say any names of all the people who, um, ask questions just for, I don't know the term, but just so everyone is anonymous, or anonymous, I don't really know, that's just how I'm feeling. First one is how did you discover spirituality, and Great question. Thank you, um, for your interest. I discovered spirituality kind of honestly through TikTok. Um, last year around June, July, I started seeing the angel number 949 literally constantly. And so, um, I started getting really interested by that and I looked it up and a lot of synchronicities just started building up in me and it kind of just came out of me in a sense. And I did a crap ton of research. I probably spent hours a day um, listening to podcasts, especially Dolores Cannon. If you haven't heard of her, I will be talking about her later in this episode, actually. So stick around for that. Um, one of the next questions is, "How old were you when you found out you were spiritual?" Um, first thing that came into my mind was, "We are, we are always spiritual. I have been since I was born, but I refound, reawoken." To my spirituality i think when i was just turned 19. yeah so like a month into me being 19 i guess um let's see that is all of the personal questions so i'm gonna get into the more in-depth questions now so the first one being um what's more important when manifesting and I want to say also that if you guys answered my poll and asked questions, thank you so much. I really appreciate you. And I really appreciate that you took the time to really formulate a question and are curious on wanting to explore more of your life and all of that jazz, you know? (laughs) So um, what's more important when manifesting? And so I first want you to realize that you're constantly manifesting. Every single thought you have, every single emotion, every single feeling, every single belief, every single unconscious of all of those things manifests something into your life. And so really one thing that's important about manifesting is look at what you're trying to manifest, but also ask the question, to yourself like take some time to really ask are there beliefs are there thoughts that you're having are there actions that you're doing that are going against what you are trying to manifest because if you're saying that you really want a new car and you're manifesting that for yourself and you're manifesting this dream blah 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 you don't want to have thoughts saying, oh, there's no way I can afford a new car. There's no way that I could get it because that's, that's counter, counter. You, you see what I'm saying? It's not helping your manifestation. It is blocking it. So that is one thing. Also, a huge thing is, and I've talked about this in my DMs with um, one of you as a creator about, letting go of your manifestation. So when I mean this is that, I'll just give you an example first. So I'm really, a goal of mine is, uh, one, for my podcast to get larger and reach more people so that my word can spread out. And so if I'm sitting here constantly worrying about, oh my gosh, I need to get more people. I need to get more people. I need to get more people. That's not going to help me out. That's doing the other opposite because it's that mindset of I don't have it in this moment. And so I need to keep thinking about it. But instead, it's really about letting go and trusting in the universe and knowing that I put my manifestation out there and I trust that it will come to me when it is supposed to. And so another big thing about this is you have a specific thing you want to manifest in your life. And that is coming from your current situation, your current consciousness. And you're putting that goal, you're putting that projection out into the universe. But the universe has bigger plans for you than you can even imagine. And so, yes, put that manifestation out into the universe, but then you have to let go of it and then the universe is able to give you even more than what you even asked for in the first place. So I like to see manifestation and goals that you're wanting to reach as an arrow pointing into your future. And it's pointing out from your current situation and it's pointing into a direction. But that doesn't mean that it is exactly what is going to happen because there's so many things that can happen for you that you can't even comprehend at this moment. You're not consciously able to even understand the things that can unfold in your life. And so it really is pointing into a direction and then letting go of it and knowing and trusting that you're on that path. You're going in that direction and that so much more can come out of that too. And so knowing that, yes, this is what I want universe and I'm letting go of it so that you can do the work. And I trust that more will come to me than I could ever even imagine. That's the type of mindset that you have to have with manifestation. And and one thing that just popped in my head I was when I was talking to someone about this was that um, a question was asked of, well, what if I'm not constantly thinking of the manifestation, then it won't happen. And the thing that came to mind for me is that you put your manifestation out there and then let go of it. And then if you ever are having doubts throughout your daily life, if your ego gets involved and, um, you start second guessing this manifestation, not thinking that it'll come for you, that is when you have to affirm that manifestation again. And that's when you say you back up, you step back and you say, no, ego, (laughs) that's not the case. This is what I'm going for. This is my goal. This is what I'm striving to do. And then I put trust in the universe knowing that it will come to me and even more. So letting go, but also whenever you do have those beliefs, those thoughts that are counterproductive to your manifestation, that's the time to remember and to affirm to yourself again that this is what I'm striving for and I trust that it will come to me. So that is my answer to what is most important when manifesting. I know that was a lot more than (laughs) just one, the most important thing, but I think all of that together is the most important. So I want to get into this next question, which is, I'm scared of questioning everything at once and trying to find the answers within myself. And so, firstly, I love you, you know who you are, I miss you. <laughs> um, I wanna clarify this question real quick. So, what this person is pretty much saying is there's so much that I'm questioning at this moment, and. I'm trying to find all of it from within myself, but it can be really overwhelming. It can be really scary. It can um, It's kind of terrifying. And I completely agree with you. It can be so terrifying. And so my first biggest advice for everyone out there when you don't know where your life is going, you don't know what to do in your next situation, you're trying to find all these answers and you're just really confused, take a second. Slow down. Become present. And then I want you to ask yourself this question. While I want you to take a couple breaths first, I want you to get in this moment and ask yourself, out of all of the things that I am having trouble finding answers to, which ones are truly going to push me in the direction my soul desires? And take some time to journal out all of the things that you're struggling with at this moment and while you're in this phase of this awareness this slowing down and being able to have this um, higher perspective pick your top three things that you think are going to be most valuable for you to answer because we can be confused and a lot of the confusion comes from having too much that you're trying to answer and when you're questioning a lot of different things it's really easy to get wrapped up in all of those things and so zooming out picking out what three to four things are really going to help you out and really the things that will benefit you the most by uncovering in this moment And in the next week or two and really focus on those three things and let the other things be put like on the side burner for a little bit because it's okay to not have all the answers right now as long as you are taking conscious steps no matter i just saw four 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 no matter how long no matter how short the steps are as long as you are taking steps you are exactly where you are supposed to be And so really just prioritizing the things that you are putting your awareness to. Because if you're spreading yourself so thin, trying to answer so many different questions from within yourself, it's harder to find the answers because you're not as aware of all of them. You're putting your attention on too many things. And so this third question kind of goes along with this Um, It is. When do I know that I'm using my intuition versus when it is just anxiety and overthinking? This is a great question, by the way. And thank you so much for asking. I'm so glad that I can help you out with this. And this is something that I've struggled for a long time with. And um biggest thing, biggest, biggest thing is that intuition is not going to scream at you. Intuition is not loud. It is not a huge, outstanding thought, feeling, etc. Intuition is very quiet. Um, it doesn't really scream at you. It's this very subtle voice. It's honestly sometimes not even a voice, but a feeling. And so, um, A big difference between the two is exactly that. It's, is this, am I thinking right now or am I feeling right now? And when you're feeling a sensation, when you're feeling that you need to do something, that's usually intuition. When you're thinking about something and it's like running through your mind, so many different scenarios, this or that, it's usually the anxiety and the overthinking, which makes sense. Um. <clears throat> so a good question to ask yourself in these moments of am I l- hearing intuition or am I hearing my anxiety is to sit and ask yourself is this a feeling or is this a thought? And feel where it's coming from ask yourself where is this idea where is this thought where is this impulse coming from is it coming from my heart is it coming from my stomach is it coming from my head where is it coming from and if it's coming from your head it usually is anxiety overthinking Something like that, if it's coming from your heart, one thousand per cent, and most likely your intuition, your stomach a little bit of a different um different thing, it's not as like black and white as if it's coming from your head or your heart. Your stomach is your place of intuition, it's trusting that tingle inside, and so. I guess this this question is kind of a little confusing in a sense because some anxiety some fear can actually be intuition I know that might may sound kind of confusing but sometimes the things that we fear most are the things that we should do and it's our stomach our anxiety is coming up because it's like do this do this i'm scared to do it but just do it because this can open so much more and um i just thought of alchemizing fear episode that i have also just saw 333 um if you're having trouble with this i definitely recommend going and listening to my alchemizing fear because it really talks about like that anxiety and um the fear the feeling of fear and how you can transmute that and use it for your advantage so that is pretty much everything i have on intuition and anxiety overthinking i hope that this is this is my first q and a podcast so i don't know if i'm going too fast if this is too much information at once again i would love your feedback Any recommendations, anything that you guys thought was helpful, any profound understandings that you guys have had through this, I would love, love, love to hear from you. And thank you to everyone that has contacted me. I get DMs like every day now and it is wonderful. I love talking to you guys because one, I love being able to help you guys through your situations and realize things from a different perspective but it also helps me see things from a different perspective because a lot of the times I'm not thinking of these things all the time I'm living my life too and so when I get to sit back and um, state things that are useful for other people it then triggers things in my head too of oh Kaden, you've been kind of slacking on that too <laughs> not slacking but you've kind of shrunk your consciousness in that level as well and so it helps me see things from a bigger picture too so this next question is all about dreams i'm gonna i didn't write the question down so i'm gonna pull it up real quick it's can you interpret dreams and do you know the messages inside dreams and i'm not answering that question completely for a couple reasons one I mean, technically, yes, I guess I can interpret dreams, but I can interpret my dreams. Um, dreams are really, really different. Very individualized. Completely individualized, honestly. And I've had this conversation a couple times lately, and I'm glad this came up because I, it's a very cool conversation I think and I think that dreams have a couple different things behind them one when you fall asleep we go into a completely different consciousness and we are I like to say as tethered we're tethered to this body but our consciousness is exploring different realms, dimensions, experiences, all of the above. Different consciousnesses. Because, I mean, you can dream anything. You can dream you're a dolphin. You can dream anything. So you can literally tap into any consciousness. But that tetheredness keeps you in dreams that have some sort of, I don't know why I wanted to say reconciliation. I don't know if that's the correct word that I'm trying to use, but that tether, that string that is attached to this body, this consciousness is what kind of drives the different dreams that you're having. And so... Yes, you are experiencing all these different things in different realms and consciousness, but they all have a correlation back to this life because this is kind of your anchored life at the moment, your anchored consciousness. And so... (sighs) Dreams are kind of like icebergs. Not icebergs, glaciers, I think. I forget which one is which, but the one that's like floating... In the ocean where you see a certain amount of it, but there is a insane, insane amount of depth underneath of it that you can't see above the water. I think that's an iceberg. I'm sorry for the confusion, (laughs) but they really are like icebergs So where you see a certain thing, you see a consciousness, you experience something, but that has so much more depth, so much subconscious understanding behind it too of where we are in our lives. It can have so many profound understandings of this life because it is all connected to our subconscious. And so when you're interpreting your dreams, understand that there's such a deeper experience behind it that you can kind of unfold, but it's not something that I can just interpret for you. Yes, there are like metaphors of what dreams interpret into our reality. Like there's books of, if you dream about having a baby, then this happens. But it really, really, really solely depends on you and what you're going through, what's Prominent in your life, all of that. So, that is my very broad, maybe a little confusing um, section about dreams. And lastly, before ending this off, I got a question about um, books that I recommend people reading. And thank you for asking this, because I have a couple that are absolutely outstanding. Um, Two of them from Ektar Toll. You might have heard of them before. A New Earth Awakening to Your Life Purpose is the first one, which is, it really dives deep into the ego and um, how we are unconsciously living our lives, and then also after that, how to break free of that and step into your own life purpose which is it's a really an amazing book and also the power of now by ektar toltu so so good i'm still reading it but it is absolutely amazing um really describing the present moment and how to live in it and all of that jazz really really amazing and then also um If you guys haven't heard of The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, he has a collection of three books called The Four Agreements, Mastery of Love, and also The Voice of Knowledge. You can get all three books together, which I have. Um, The Four Agreements is absolutely amazing. It talks about kind of our connection with other people and um, four things that you should live your life by. He actually has another book called The Fifth Agreement now too. Um, The Voice of Knowledge is really amazing and The Mastery of Love is really good too. So I definitely recommend all of those books. Oh, So that is the end of this. I feel like I went super fast on that. I don't know if I was just going everywhere. Um, But I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I really, really enjoyed it. And I loved being able to hear y'all's questions be able to configure my own response which was absolutely awesome and i hope that you guys got some information out of this and you can start using some of the things that i said in your daily life and i hope it starts helping you out so with that being said i'm gonna go ahead and end off this episode um This one's kind of been long too, but that is completely okay. Um, I'm going to take a second here at the end, actually, and just take a big deep breath with me. And let's become present again. Go in. And out. I wanted to acknowledge how much gratitude I have for every single one of you for making it this far and listening to my podcast I cannot express the appreciation I have for you guys it's insane <laughs> I get like teary eyed when I think about it but thank you thank you so much for supporting me following me and if you haven't already I would love for you to become a creator on my Instagram with me um, I post all the time about channeled messages that come through um, quotes from the podcast that I think that are amazing just a lot of different things that are truly helpful so I guess that is the end I'm so sad to say goodbye I absolutely adore sitting here and talking to you guys I feel like I'm talking to you guys in person um but again I really really appreciate you guys so much seriously um I don't want to say goodbye (laughs) but it is not a goodbye it is a see you later Um, so I will see you guys in the next episode of conscious creation I hope you guys enjoyed this let me know what you thought of it and I will see you later bye creators